0: Radio يو يشير من مخنفر
1: Hello and welcome to another very special edition of Parsha Talk. I'm Rabbi Elliot in Highland Park, New Jersey, of the Highland Park Conservative Temple Congregation, Anche Menach. Joining me, my good friends, Rabbi Barry Chesler, Solomon Schechter Day School of Long Island, Rabbi Jeremy Kalmanowski, Anche Chesed, New York City. We are in the Aseretime Chuva. We're recording this uh, earlier in the week, Tuesday. Uh, before Shabbat Shuva. This is the week of Shuva, Shabbat Shuva. So we'll start out by saying, Gemar Hatima Tova, have everybody should be sealed nicely in the book of life. Um, and you can hear a little bit of hoarseness. We're all kind of uh, brushing off of Rosh Hashanah. It was a lovely Rosh Hashanah. Let's, let's, we'll start out. How How was your Rosh Hashanah, Rabbi Kalmanovsky? It was
0: great. It was wonderful and meaningful and joyful and feel like a beginning of a new year and was uh, hopefully a little, at least a little bit deep you know i'm i'm uh i'm feeling great feeling fine a couple people did test positive for covid so let's mm. hope that uh, i remain healthy like a horse
2: yes wonderful otherwise you know what they do with unhealthy horses <laughs> <laughs> blue factory for you buddy <laughs> how was your yonta how were Mine you was great I was with three of my children in Lancaster, where my wife, Carol, is a spiritual leader. And since you mentioned it's Tuesday, a happy birthday to Carol
1: today. Hey, Mazel um, to
2: Happy up. birthday. Thank you. And it was really a very, a very nice Rosh Hashanah, nice services. It's fun to listen to Carol preach. And um, ironically, they have a rabbi who serves as the cantor. So it's kind of a mixed role situation, but it's very good. And it was very Hamish and... I found it very meaningful. Nice. Well, I also had a
1: lovely. How,
0: how are things at the Highland Park Cemetery? I, no,
1: I, I lovely, lovely uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah. I had three of my daughters with with me, and my mother as well. Kim and Oliver and everybody. We were all together. It was um, it was lovely. We had lovely, lovely services, lovely meals. You know, I always like to say that if if the weather is good on Rosh Hashanah, you know, there's, there's hardly anything you can say uh, that would make it uh, bad. Uh, you know, the, the the uh I think the service is well. I I I was happy with the things that that I talked about, um, you know, and uh hopefully they they uh they they got to where they got to. In fact, you know, I, I based um my talk, one of my talks on, on our conversation last week, which was uh the emotional parts of it. And and you know, uh we, we, we the three of us talk about preparing sermons and you know, dress short and all that stuff. And and how um coming up to Rosh Hashanah, you know, have so many different ideas. And then of course you trash everything. I, this was my experience this year. I had things I worked on, and you the, the day before, a couple of days before, actually a few days before, I was like, nah, nah, this this is not gonna do it. So, Elliot. <laughs> did you open
2: any doors with your speaking?
1: Did I open any doors? What do you mean? <laughs> Can, uh, you know, So so uh we got um we you know I I I used um the topic of emotion because of music and and um the mu- you know how how some of the music um really shapes the experience. And and so it's it's with that idea of of you know what's the content of Yom Kippur. Um so I'm gonna, you know, we'll turn to both of you and ask you some some content of Today, day we could we could talk about the text. We're gonna not talk about Shabbat Shuva, because this is gonna be our 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 talk before Yom Kippur. But um although there's plenty to talk about in Hasino, but we're gonna leave that for this year. But in terms of content, what what you know things that are drawing you in um in the in both the idea of Yom Kippur and the liturgy and the experience. So Barry, I'm gonna start with you and and just see if you can you know choose something. Either in the machs or, or any any part of the day that, um, or any part of the experience, emotionally or literally, literarily or ideologically, philosophically, the meaning of tshuva. I mean, you know, where where are we going to start with this?
2: Well, I, I guess the best place for me to start is at the beginning with Kol Nidre, because I think that is one of the most identifiable musical pieces of the season. And what makes it so spectacular is that it doesn't seem to go at all with the text. The text is a rather arcane legal text where we um, annul our vows for either the past year or the coming year, but it's set to this music that is haunting and I think draws one in to the somberness of the day. You know, it's the beginning of the fast, you've just come to shul, um, and I think I'm not the only one who has already started to count how many hours till the fast is over, even though by now I realize that the fast is virtually over when I wake up in the morning because we're halfway done by then, Um, which I appreciate as an adult. I didn't appreciate that when I was much younger, of course. But there's something about that text. And we were talking before the show, Elliot, and you were talking about repenting not just for sins of the last year, but for sins that have carried over. And the text of Kol Nidre, in a sense, speaks to that, that we have these issues that come back every year, and um, we don't really quite know how to deal with them, so we set them to this haunting music, which kind of makes us forget about the words we're saying, and we just are sort of mesmerized by the sound of the music and all the memories and associations that it provokes for us and you know it gives an advantage to people who are older because they have so much more to draw
1: upon. And Jeremy, what do you have? first you know, well, I, I have a hard time,
0: I have a hard time picking because you know I, I really I mean it's 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 been so long since I have not worked on our holidays. Um that that I, I can't even really guess what it's like to sit in synagogue for a long time if, if you're not like really working and i so I, I feel some gap between you know me and and the congregants because they're sitting there you know i'm i'm like it's 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 really intense for me and and it's not a moment honestly it's not a moment of boredom but I, i'm gonna guess that probably that's not true for for other people in the in the like you know a little bit of when's this gonna end thing I, I never feel that because there's so much going on. Um but on the in the in terms of the arc of Yom Kippur, I just this this is like it's a funny thing to say. This is my favorite holiday because it's so emotionally intense. Uh it I do feel the sense of crisis as I have to confront if you do it right, you have to confront the ways in which you've you know you you're going off wrong in your life and the, the the things you regret and the and the shortcomings you come to recognize in your personality and all those things are true. And so that's deep. And I totally, at the end at Neila, when it's resounding and rocking, feel feel the real liftoff. And I do walk out of there feeling a brand new forgiveness and a brand new opportunity to to be the way it ought to be. Um, so the the whole arc is a big thing. I barely say one thing about Kol Nidre. You you say um, you know a- after you after you say the the Kol Nidre rituals, you know um, the in the voice of Moses, you say, "Forgive these people. They just made mistakes. They weren't trying to be bad. They just made mistakes." And God says, Okay, you're right, I I forgive you already. But then you have to do the work of the next hours to really, you know, reflect. How about you? I
1: I also love the day. It's it's a profoundly joyous day in the ways that you describe, which is that there's nothing that gives you a sense of joy and uplift than than being forgiven, or the 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 idea that that's a possibility, and and you know, think about it in in the sense of you know if you've done something terribly wrong, and that and that you need to restart your your life a little bit, or you need to re, re, rekindle a relationship, and and here of course we're talking about a relationship with God, but we're also talking about you know our interpersonal relationships and that the possibility of having a new beginning with that i think is very very profound and very very joyful uh the whole the whole day is is um you know extraordinary uh you know i i i have um Barry, the same sense as you with regard to the music of colnidre um and and i also think you know uh it's 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 an almost impossible uh, service especially to preach at um and 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 it, it has to do with with just where everybody is you know people have generally rushed a meal they've come to shul they rushed to shul uh, people you know during the week i don't know how it will be this year because it's on sunday but but um people are generally, you know a little a little t- tired there's anxious and and i i don't care if you're martin luther king or you're the best orator in the world, but, but, you know, I, I can, I've got my chops. I can hold myself, you know, next to some good people and boom, <laughs> it's, it's, you got to say after the, the speech, <laughs> you know, a lot of people um, have that. Uh, I always think that, that maybe we should, we should uh, do, do a sleep, sleep study at any rate it's oh. it, it, it's it's very hard and it's and and i appreciate how hard it is so i actually i keep i keep the themes a little bit i don't want to say lighter but but more accessible i i i, I go so so often to pirke avot or pirke avot style of talking you know because because people are looking for wisdom for something that's accessible to 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 think about um I, I just want to share with you an idea that I'm thinking about because it, it ties to chuva, which is, you know, the whole idea that we're balancing mitzvot and avirot, you know, and like, you know, I, I have the, the Rambam here. Let, let me put put this in front of you. vechad adam Chapter 3, number 1 of the Rambam's Hilchot tshuva. We, everybody has their 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 positive and negative attributes, Whoever's attributes are more than their, I guess their their despicable attributes, they're tzedek, and vice versa. Okay, and so and so, it's that that kind of thing that that I think about, which is is it that is it that simple? Is it is it that simple? You just have to do. You know, fifty-one, fifty-one, forty-nine makes 51, you a 51-49, and in the own parliament of Elliot Malamed, I have fifty-one. You know, votes in favor of you're a good guy and forty-nine that you know. Okay, you're just you know. Is it that simple, or is there more complicated? And Maimonides, like, come on, Rambam, you're not obviously. It's me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interpreting Maimonides properly here. There's much it's more. There's
0: got to be. You know some distinctions between because you know, the the th- the three books, right? The three books that are there, the, the 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 mythic three books. One for the for the gimurim, yes. So the one for the one for the totally righteous, or the rishayim gimurim, or the totally wicked, and both of them are sealed away immediately on Rosh Hashanah. And then for the benonim, for the for the middle ground people, which by definition is everybody hundred percent of the people are in the middle books um everybody feels that because if, if you didn't uh you wouldn't you're come to you wouldn't feel that intensity of the high holidays that you're in the you're in the middle zone um so there's got to be there's got to be a, a a difference between the sadiq Gamor and the people who are just like you know they're they're, they're 51 over 49 how many people in the canadian parliament
1: i don't know at this point uh but, but if you
0: know think about the i mean it, it's perhaps not unrelated to you know like what we, the, we can make the metaphor listen if you got a 60 61 seats in in, in the knesset if you, if you got a solid coalition at 61 you can do anything you want so
1: so, and- so, so there you go is is our moral life simply an uh, an aspect of majoritarianism in your soul Right. Oh, well, to- I actually I think that there's another image that
2: if we think of the scale where yeah. we have our sins on one one uh, plate. plate and the uh, good deeds on the other plate, what we're really looking for, I think most of the time, is a kind of balance. Right. If we commit a sin and now the scale is tipped one way. We want to put enough good deeds to balance it. I think, and that's what we call justice. So the way that Rambam presents it is that we're going past justice, and maybe that's the sense of divine mercy that we're looking for. That mercy is something a step above justice because there's more good to it than mere justice. So
0: in, <laughs> in, in the, the Tokap, in the in the that. That that poem, which is the poem of oh, Rosh Hashanah. We say it on Yom Kippur too, although its original habitat was Rosh Hashanah, and it got it got bounced over. Um And your throne is really established, not through justice, but your the, the reason that you are God is that you can establish your throne through chesed through kindness through mercy.
1: Yeah. All right, let me let me throw another idea at you because I am I'm, I'm meditating on it as it were. Uh, the 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 prelude to the ashamnu, okay? The prelude to the ashamnu prayer which is ay ay, ay ashamnu baga. So it talks about um I'm going to read uh, the Lev Shalem translation our god and god of our ancestors hear our prayer do not ignore our plea. Our God and God around us we are neither so insolent nor obstinate as to claim in your presence we are righteous without sin. All right, already I'm lost, okay? The Hebrew I'm much more comfortable with, which is, uh, um, Don't don't ignore our pleas. We're not that arrogant to say that we are righteous and we've never sinned, but we've sinned. And and here's my thing, which is my dilemma, which is, a lot of us come into these days thinking, you know, we're, we're decent people, we're good people, you know. Well, come on, I mean, you know, we we never hurt anybody, we 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 certainly haven't murdered anybody, we uh, that we know of. I mean, we're we're, we're decent, good people. That, yeah. Why why do we need to engage in this? And and the machzor is saying to us, that's arrogant. That's arrogant. You really need to kind of look hard at yourself. Cause you you know what? You're not as good as you think. That idea, you're not as good as you think, that's 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 hard to that's hard to say. And it's hard to, you know, it's it's certainly hard to say on the pulpit, you know, because it makes people feel bad. But well, you have plenty of congregants who want to say it for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're not <laughs> as good as you think. Well, you're certainly not as good as I think. <laughs> okay. Well, what do you think uh, but, about that line that you just said? The line that you just said, I, I, well, to me, this is a very, very effective, very, very powerful, and and even in halachic normative terms, very, very central line. The phrase, you know, we are not so righteous as to say that we, uh, you know, tzadikim anafnu velochatanu. And given what you just said, that the sort of little mathematical metaphor of Maimonides, God, we are not so righteous as to say we're even fifty-one forty-nine. Uh, we're not so arrogant as to say we're even fifty-one forty-nine, and we really haven't sinned. Um, aval, which the the semantic of aval, you know, in modern Hebrew it just means like but. You know, I went to the store, but there were no cookies. But um, in in biblical Hebrew or classical Hebrew it's got a little bit more of a range of it could be however it could be, it could be but it could be indeed and in truth um y- you have to say i think I, the way i feel about it is you have to say the phrase you have to hear your own voice say the phrase i really am righteous and then you have to say about, no it's not true like the possibility of the of the real best version of myself well, that's not true. There's a gap between what I would like to have, hold out as an ideal, and what I actually have is the real. And so I feel that that line is is the, emotionally speaking the most. Th- that's that's the piece of liturgy that gets the job done for me in a big way.
1: Okay, so then, but but are we hiding in a little bit under the plural here? I'm no, not- I don't think we are at all. Okay,
2: I think the reason why we say the sins in the plural, just to follow up on some of the ideas that we've mentioned already, is because even if we have not done the particular sin, it's likely that there's someone in the congregation that has, and we are not better than the worst member in our congregation. We are, in a sense, the worst member of our congregation. We need a sense of humility to expand to understand that the sins that we think are little might be quite great to someone else, especially the person whom we sinned against, right? We always have this idea, I think, in the back of our heads that it's better to be forgiven than to forgive. Yeah. And Yom Kippur is trying to reverse that, trying to get us to see that it's actually better to forgive than to be forgiven. Yeah. And one of the ways we do that is that we try to identify not only ourselves before God, but with everyone else that we're davening with. We're speaking before the show about the emotional power. And I think one of the things that we sometimes overlook is what gives the most power to Yom Kippur is that generally it's the day when we have the most Jews in synagogue. And we derive power from saying these terrible things about ourselves, even things that are exaggerated and we know don't pertain to ourselves individually because we see them in a community and there's a certain comfort in knowing that we are sinners but we're in a sinning community and yet there's hope for us
1: i want to just go back to a point that we 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 just touched on which is some of this is is trying to reenact an earlier moment of repentance like and the the ur moment of repentance for the jewish people is the golden calf and and it is a kind of pilgrimage to that moment in our minds, where where you know the, the people sinned with the gravest sin possible, idolatry, having just given been given the, the 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 Torah or the Ten Commandments, and they violate that, and it's broken, and and there's there's an incredible shock, incredible feeling of of horror and brokenness, and and the the main um, lines of liturgy that we recite. Uh, at during slichot on the Yom Kippur service, the thirteen attributes. These these come from the moment of the um, the egel the golden calf. It's it's it. It almost seems absurd that we would go back there, but but there's tremendous wisdom in this. That that we're 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 making this pilgrimage to this early place where a we broke something so irreparably. And we were forgiven and so we are saying to god basically okay remember that moment you did it there it doesn't get much worse than that so do it now how do you react to that and what what you know going back to antiquity for a sense of renewal or anything related to the well
0: because because
1: the and
0: one is just struck by the literary power you know, the story it comes in, you know, in in Ki Tisah, it's just, you know, right after the Ten Commandments, it's right after the first law code of Mishpatim, the, temp- the tabernacle is being built, and um, and because it is such a tremendous failure, um, and Hashem is portrayed as, as showing the most intimate, you know, ta- holds Moses in the cleft of the rock, and and passes by, and it's such an intimate little moment. Uh, it's exactly as you said. The worst, worst, worst uh, pieces of our history, they can also be forgiven, and that's the paradigm in which we live, and that that's what gives you hope and faith, not to give up on yourself. Like one of the things that I think is is really good about Yom Kippur, and and I would imagine that practicing like serious Catholics have this on their own way in their regular confessions is if you focus on all the bad things that you do you have to you have to focus with with a real self-critical self-examining eye on your failings Um, otherwise you're you know a hypocrite and you're never really dealing honestly with your uh, your shortcomings but if you focus on them too much you're going to give up on yourself and conclude that you're worthless and you may as well stop trying and and, you, you know, you may, you may as well just give over yourself to your Yetzer Harab because there's no no way to get restarted. So what this does is to say, yep, yeah, we're going to have to be honest. We're going to have to be real and focus on what went wrong. But we've already said at the beginning of, of Yom Kippur, I've already forgiven you. So now yeah. let's just do the work. So I, I feel like the, the, the Egel Hazahag, the golden calf, provides the paradigm that that can be fixed. This can be fixed. So
2: what I would add is that one of the central points of the Egel HaZahav is God's profound disappointment in the Jewish people. And yet he cannot abandon us. And it gives us a way to live with our own disappointments because God lives with his disappointment, which we call Bnei Israel. And we have to learn with our disappointment, both personal and in, in a wider sense, and The golden calf, I think, comes to remind us every time we confront it that there is disappointment, but there's also transcendent disappointment, disappointment greater than we can sometimes imagine, and yet, even then, God cannot turn away, for whatever reason that might be,
1: and we have to accept that. All right, so so I I look at the clock, and we're, we're quickly running out of time. I want to talk about the the prayer that we end um, the Musaf with. I think we also end it, uh, the the um, man every prayer every the Nila ends with Hayom 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 Hayom, But then Mark, you know Hayom Hayom Hayom. We sing we have a, a a very beautiful song for it. I don't know what you know what you do in your shul, Jeremy. You have a nice melody for Hayom.
0: It's the it's the it's the
1: Ayom, ayom, ayom. Ayom, ayom. it's one ayom, of the many ayom. traditional ones many traditional, okay so which we translate as today, strengthen us bless us today exalt us seek our well-being it's such a beautiful prayer in the sense that, that first of all, it's an alphabet, and the Armarzer only has like a you know uh, eight lines of it. But uh, there, there's a whole alphabet of these things, and it's worth it to you know to dig out and give to a, give a class on this. should <tichabdeinu>, give us respect. Uh, I love that word. with a lamed, which means give us heart so, so in a way these these um tis right which is give it you know just help us out, right to anenu answer us and and on and on it goes and and of course, you know anytime there's an acrostic and almost invites you to add you know whatever you want in there we we it's saying to god you know we feel we feel small today uh we feel weak today um
0: i, I feel a, i feel a teeny bit different on this one point i mean okay, doing, uh,
1: we feel we like uh, I need the courage to confront flaws in me. meu go ahead now
0: you go no, ahead. I, the the only thing I was gonna say about the first of all uh in our prayer books you know like many 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 of the prayer books many of them the, of the prayers are alphabetical acrostics because of course uh people weren't holding books and they had to remember it, and, it's a, and it's a good way of remembering if you have to do it alphabetically and so like kulam ahuvim kulam b-urim, kulam giborim yeah that there were there were 22 items in there we have aleph gimel and then you know onim potrim so we have we have five of the 22 still in our prayer book but there there were others but i want to focus on the word hayom which is This is a special day, special, exciting, you know, holy in the sense that it's just it is not ordinary. It is intensely special, intensely filled with religious power, and and I I feel like when we sing that because it's not part of the of the regular Shabbos liturgy or not part of the uh, of the uh, you know Tuesday afternoon liturgy. It's, it's connecting the davener on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur to, like, a couple of days. It, it, it's probably true, like, we sometimes joke about the three-day-a-year Jews or something like that. It's probably true that they have always been three-day-a-year Jews, and the reward is that if you come and you participate in this most special day of the Jewish people, you're going to walk out strong and blessed and exalted and sought out and every other letter that you can come up with. Right. So
2: what I would say first is that there's a folk wisdom in only doing six verses, because everyone knows it's time to move on to the next thing. And there's something to be said for that. But Uh the other thing I would say is that this is kind of a a follow-up of the message of Rosh Hashanah, which is the crowning of God. Why do we crown God in Rosh Hashanah? Because we want God to act like God but not the god who inspires fear but the god who inspires love so we turn to god at the end of these services and we say god this is a day for you to be you and we need you and you need us so we're in this together nice
1: yeah and it's it's a um i mean that prayer is about just seeking seeking that connection, and and I think the look the music again the music again uh, the congregational melody for that, the fact that we're we're all singing it in a kind of robust, full throated way, you know, is it's it signifies yeah we've come to the end of the service for sure, um, but uh, yeah, it's it signifies togetherness we're 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 together in this.
0: That's Another it. one that does this in the in a very similar way, which. Yeah. Is, is just hugely resonant and hugely popular and all seven guys i've been to but in the one that i've been to now for the last 20 23 years um yes you know, we're, about at that. A time, hey. we're at a time when you know people are peeling away from religious identification and and we're worried about am yisrael in the united states and you know fewer people are coming fewer, and when i have a i have a pretty large sanctuary and and on Kol Nidre night and Neila, but also on the day part of, uh, of, of Yom Kippur, it's a little bit less attended, but to have a, a big, loud room filled with people saying, Anu uh-huh. we are your people, you are our God, we are on this team. And i, I that's just a really stirring it, moment.
1: It's a glorious moment. It's its really, and the music, again, it, it you know, expresses that, that total joy and that total togetherness I mean, and you know, even the 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 open syllables of it, the, the you know, there's there's lots and lots of longing in there, and lots and lots of of exclamation and and rejoicing in there, and um, you know, it does take us on the arc of this of this great emotional experience. I, I, we've talked about this before, but but here we're going to come to a kind of conclusion. So you get to the final ni'ila and it, it's emotional. I mean, it's emotional in ways that are just not you know, we're we're not able to, you know, completely describe. Um, it's relief, of course, the end of the day. It's an exhausting day. Um, we've gone on a lot of emotional journeys. We haven't even touched, you know, Yisker. I think for for many of us, and of course for many of the people that watch us and, and listen to us, you know, there they're there are people in their lives that are not there. And and when you talk about Kol Nidre and the music and memory and the haunting, you know part of that is i'm here with people that i'm not here with anymore i mean you know we 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 live in living living communities where the people that are have been next to us each year are not there and and we miss them we miss them terribly and and it's it's painful and and memory and yet you know i rejoice with that memory i rejoice with the fact that i at least can hold on and and be that uh, be living in that in that moment too um but let's live in the moment where, where we're coming to the conclusion of it, and and okay, so Shema Israel, Hashem Elohim, you know, and 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 here we 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 are saying it all, you know, it's 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 the vidui that you say on death, you know, Shema Israel Baruch Shem Kavod and Hashem Hu Elohim, Hero Israel, blessed is the name of God. And God Adunaihua Elohim seven times. And you know, if we've ever had to recite that over someone, you know, who's dying, mm. you know, you don't get a gadol at the end of that. But that's what we're doing. We're well, not in this world. Not in this world. The gadol is not to announce that you've arrived in the world to come. I I guess yeah, I don't know. But um it's it's profound it's it's just the greatest moment. it's one of the great moments in the Jewish year the Takeiya Godola. I mean in addition yeah, to that a little weird. bit people are running for the exits you know because they'
0: <speaking> the the okay.
1: so on that note you know I, first of all we we've we we have our, our the journey of the year this is the end of the year the Yom Kippur is the the death of the the year and the the beginning of a new year. Although you know Rosh Hashanah has begun, uh, people who are very loyal to this uh, show and this podcast and uh, uh, the three of us have written in and and uh, shared their thoughts, uh, especially before Rosh Hashanah. So uh, let's take a, a moment to thank them for for their encouragement and for their great wishes. We we really really appreciate the the honor. Of being part of your lives it really is we're 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 i have to say and and i you guys will concur i mean we're i we're really humbled by the fact that you know for for so many people this is a part of their their weekly life this is a part of their uh their preparations and and all of that and that's very very humbling for us we're very very honored to be 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 a part of your life in that way and we thank you we thank you for for allowing us in to share this conversation to share. Words of Torah, words of tshuva. So we would say, if we've done anything to our listeners or viewers, <laughs> if we sinned against you, I, we, we should talk about that another time. No, I like to say, if we've done
0: anything to offend you, to offend you, <laughs> you you're, you're just too sensitive, and you need to
1: lighten up. <laughs> <laughs> right? How could we? Okay. In the meantime, so kamarhatim uh, May you all be sealed. Uh, that that the the year that is ending end. With all of its vicissitudes a new year of of good things a year that lays out for us a path of of all the all the beauty and the meaning and the joy of jewish living and uh, let's hope that uh, these days ahead yom kippur its combination uh be as meaningful for all of us as we have described it for us
2: i just want to add a heartfelt prayer that this year will be for yerushalayim jerusalem both an ear shalom and an ear shalem. May it be a city of peace and a city of completeness.
1: Amen. Amen. And with that, everyone, can <speaking in> mark <Hebrew> Tova, Shalat Tova. <speaking in> we <Hebrew> you all. <speaking in Hebrew> That's <speaking in Hebrew> one for, for God. <speaking in Hebrew> okay? Yeah.